welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode six of Waifus and Weeaboos. My name is Nick, as you all know by now, <clears throat> and today's a very special episode because we are not focusing on one anime or manga or video game in particular. We are looking at the entire, well, not the entire winter 2020 season, but for the most part, um, a large portion of the anime that were shown in the 2020 season and my review of it. Now, this was supposed to be a um, a winter 2020 review along with a looking forward to spring of 2020 episode. But when I went over the anime that I am interested for spring of 2020, it surmassed close to 20 different shows. And yes, even without the quarantine time, I would still have time to watch all 20 of those shows. So, you could put that to the side. So, for today, we're just going to have episode 6 focus on um, some of the anime that aired in winter 2020. This should be a very short episode. Um, you can, you know, do some yard work and listen to this episode or whatever you got to do to to keep yourself sane throughout these crazy times. And I keep bringing that up because, you know... Um, this is some crazy times you live in. So just remember, stay indoors and, you know, stay strong. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming sooner than later. All right. So <clears throat> I have my own list of the, the scores. Um, my biggest score of the week of the season. And we're going to go on a scale of... Uh, I, I've decided to give it a final uh, scale of 1 to 10. Um, but there's going to be a lot of decimals involved. So like an 81 out of a hundred is going to be like an 8.1 out of 10 and so on and so forth. Um, I'm just going to go down the list of shows that I watched shows that I didn't watch and shows that I dropped because they were just completely and unbearable to watch. So the first story we're going to start off with is asteroid in love. Um, uh, just a quick synopsis about it is basically these two girls, Mira and Al, um, Al, um, uh, they were kids and they wanted to name an asteroid. They decided that their plan in life was to name an asteroid and eventually they grow up and, uh, rejoin each other in high school and they join a club, um, that focuses on, uh, geology and, um, astrology as well. So a lot of stuff happens throughout the show and that's a show I really, really enjoyed, um, I actually gave um, I actually gave it an eight point three out of ten. So uh, Asteroid in Love, it's an eight point three out of ten. I believe on my anime list it has a ranking of I think like a six, a six something along those lines. Um, so Asteroid in Love didn't get too much love on my anime list, but I found it to be pretty educational. I found it to be pretty sweet at times. Um, I found myself tearing up at times while watching it and it was quite frankly just a really really um a wholesome show i think it deserved i think it deserved a lot more credit where credit was due so um i would definitely recommend um asteroid in love i'm trying to find out uh what some of these scores were I can't find them over here. So, Asteroid in Love looks like it got 
a hold on one second. Asteroid in Love has there's no score on it because um right now my enemy list is on there um <laughs> is on there is on there uh April Fools scoring system and right now their scoring system is masterpiece or it's a hundred great which is a fire very good with a metal good which is clapping hands fine which is like sideways hands which i think it's got a fine average right now which is unfortunate so i think it deserves a little bit better but i gave it an 8.3 just because it was educational wholesome and um a good anime overall so next we're going to talk about we're going to go by like the starting date. So like Ashford and Love was like one of the first shows that started. Uh, next, we're going to talk about, I think, Darwin's um, game. Darwin's game was a pretty good show. Um, I didn't finish it, um, but the animation was really, really good. We haven't talked about it on here. Um, that's a show I want to finish. I didn't I didn't drop it. Um, I thought it was pretty good. The animation was great. Um, the blonde haired girl on this show was a fucking smoke show. Um so like what was her name uh let's see uh let me pull her name up real quick for you but like she was like the show like had me enamored for like quite some time um shuka shuka was like hot blonde haired girl with like fucking like she ends up naked in bed in the first episode and i'm just like um okay like that's what we're doing now so she was pretty hot um so i'm going to eventually um whatever you want to orange game once i finish it uh the next show we have is hentatsu is a show i didn't watch i don't know anything about hentatsu uh the show after that is yatogami chan kansatsu niki natsume this was a short episode that um, basically it's about a guy who joins like a photography club, um, in Nagoya and basically they just rip Nagoya left and right. Um, I thought it was cute show, so I watched it. It wasn't anything too special. Um, I think I gave it like a, like a, like a 5.8 out of 10. It was an okay anime. Okay. Short. Um, then we have rebirth, which is a little chibi show, which I didn't watch. And then we have a show that I'm so glad I didn't watch in Magica Record, Maho Shoujo Madoko Magica Gaiden. And uh, basically, I believe that is a side story to Madoka Magica. Um, basically, stuff that's going on in the Madoka world um, that's happening during the time frame of Madoka. I didn't even bother watching it because, honestly, I'm not a big fan of Madoka. Mad Ma I, don't, I call it Madoka, but a lot of people call it Madoka. So I call it Madoka Magica. Or Magica, some people call it. I call it Madoka Magica because that's how I just call it. So I wasn't a big fan of Madoka Magica to begin with. A lot of people give me grief for that. Um, quite frankly, I don't care. So I didn't find this show too appealing anyway. After Madoka Magica, we have ID Invaded. And as you all know, I was a huge, huge fan of ID Invaded. Um, back in the recap episode, um, the spur of the moment episode about ID Invaded. I believe I gave ID Invaded an 8.3 or an 8.5 out of 10. I've actually upped that score. Um, 
I thought this was a really, really good show. If they're thinking about it some more, I really, really love this show. Um, it would have got my best show of the season had it not been for the next show that we were going to be talking about. Once I finish giving you the score of ID Invaded, my new score for ID Invaded is an 8.7 out of 10. I thought it was tremendous. There was a lot of things um, I loved about it. One of the things I disliked about it was there was a lot going on. Like You don't really find out a lot about the Mizuhanome system until like much later. And there's a lot of questions that go unasked. Um, there's a lot of questions that go unanswered in the end. But um, like Sakaido and uh, what's her face? And um, Hondo Machi, like Hondo Machi makes up for it. She's so fine in this anime. And like I said, that would I I think I Invaded fell into the top my top three anime this season. Uh, it would have finished number one if it wasn't for uh, Keep Your Hands Off the Izokin. And I I know Keep Your Hands Off the Izokin got some got some crap for the twelfth episode. Um, but I found it to be one of the best pieces of uh, one of the best artistic shows that i've ever seen um and the story was really good i thought the characters were super unique uh super original i fell in love with all three of them like they they were like my children in a sense not really like my children in a sense but like i wanted to protect these girls even though like even though like um you know some of them were like kind of more was like like all about that money and like she could like protect herself like there were just times where like like i wanted to like help these girls out a lot so um keep your hands off the eyes Oaken. i gave it a 9.3 out of 10 it was fucking phenomenal it was fucking phenomenal it's a show that everybody should watch along with id invaded everybody should go watch id invaded um so the next on the list is a show we won't be talking about because we don't talk about adult shows here uh, the show after that is Hey Camp, which was like a short uh, miniseries based around Yudo Camp. Uh, I mainly focused on um, Nideshko, Inuyama, and Ogaki going around like different like mountains in the area. Um, I thought it was a pretty okay. I thought it was pretty okay. I think I gave it like a seven point two out of ten, some along those lines. It was a good watch. I love I love Yudo Camp, and I can't wait for Yudo Camp season two to come out. Uh, in 2021 it's going to be amazing <clears throat> excuse me one sec we're going to take a quick break as i take a drink of water i'm just going to break up the ice real quick sorry folks you can listen to me break my ice up there we go so then after hey i can't we have pet and pet um pet i actually had high hopes for this season um, and I think a lot of people had high hopes for Pet as well. Unfortunately, Pet panned out to be something that was absolutely garbage. Um, I dropped it after three episodes. I do not recommend the show to anybody. Um, you can you can check it out yourself. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you not to watch it, but I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Uh, just a quick synopsis: There are people who can get into people's minds and control their memories. This power is used to eradicate mysteries. And cases or worse to assassinate. The potential of said power is strong enough that it is able to destroy people's minds. However, it can backfire and eat up one's own heart. To counter it, chains are used to lock chains are used to lock and protect each other's weak and dangerous hearts. From one's growing fear and disdain, 
they're consequently called as a pet. Like, it sounded cool to me, but then when I watched the first episode, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't like the animation. Um, I just wasn't a big fan of anything. I gave it like a five out of ten. It just wasn't. It just wasn't for me. Next uh, is a show called Maru Maru Manru, which I have no idea what it is, so I didn't watch it. So we'll just going from there. Um, the show after that is Sorcerer Stabber Orphan or Majusushi Orphan Hagure Tabe. Uh, this is a show I did watch. I watched it on Funimation. Uh, in a world of magic and monsters, Kitty Lancio and his foster sister Azali were once promised were once promising students of sorcery prodigies at the famous Tower of Fangs. But an experiment gone horribly wrong warps Azali's appearance, trapping her in the form of a dragon. Elders at the tower, more interested in preserving their reputation rather than their students' lives, drive off the transform Azali and cover up the incident. Outrage, Kitty Dancio strikes out his own, taking the new name of Orphan and vowing to return Azali to her normal state. Basically, after that, five years later, Orphan comes back looking for her body, and the story goes on from there. Sorcerer Stabber Orphan was really nothing special. I don't know why I decided to finish this series or finish the season. I was kind of just enamored with it. It was not a good... Sh it was... Like, it's hard to explain. Like, it was interesting enough to keep me involved, mainly, mainly because I didn't expect to have to see the amount of violence it had, but it was poorly animated. It was poorly drawn at times. And quite frankly, like some of the side, like there were times, I mean, like, like orphans, pretty cool. I like orphan, but like some of the side characters were just like, ugh. and like, I think I just kept being entertained because people get Thanos snapped in this anime a lot. Uh, if you know what I mean? So like, that's kind of the thing that kept me entertained watching sorcerer stabber orphan. Um, so yeah, I believe I gave Sorcerer Stabber Orphan a 6.0 out of 10. I gave it a solid 6. Nothing too special, but nothing uh, too fantastic. The next show on our list is Natsunagu. Um, I couldn't find the show anywhere. Um, and I kind of regret not watching it, because I'm reading it right now, and it sounds pretty cool. Uh, Natsuna, a university student in Tokyo, visits Kumamoto in search of friends who she could not contact following the Kumamoto earthquakes. There she meets local people who are full of compassion and uniqueness, including the energetic junior high school student, Izumi. A heartfelt coming-of-age story begins. Um, I didn't even know this anime existed, quite frankly. Um, oh, they're four-minute episodes, that's why. Um, so... Yeah, that's why. I didn't watch it, because it was a short, and it wasn't on anything. After that, we have Muranase, Setuan Gakon, or Satin Academy, Welcome to the Pack. Excuse me again, I'm going to take a quick drink. Again, if you listened to the last episode, we talked about Satin Academy. And, um, again, another anime I liked, had a lot, a lot of cute girls in it. It was a lot of fun, a lot of good music. Um, I gave Satin Academy a final score of 7.5 out of 10. A little bit better than average. Uh, well, 
yeah, I'd say a little bit better than average, but not like a thing that you have to go out and watch immediately. After that, we have Idolish 7. I do not really watch idol shows, um, especially idol shows with all boys in it. I'm not a big fan of the idol scene to begin with, which is weird because I did watch one idol show this year, this season, but that one was pretty unique. Um, next, we're going to watch, we're going to talk about Breakers. Breakers um, centers on para-athletes or like Paralympic athletes who um, could be an outcast scientist, sports scientist named Ren. The anime had four different stories uh, about four different sports, wheelchair basketball, track, high jump, goalball, and Paralympic. Oh, wheelchair basketball, track and high jump, goalball, and Paralympic swimming. That's the ones. Um, I did not read that. I did not watch it. Then we have number 24, another anime that I didn't watch. Uh, I am really big into sports, but this one about rugby could not get me too interested. So I did not watch number 24. Um, the show, the next show that I watched is Bofuti, or I don't want to get it hurt, so I'll max out my defense. I will try not to butcher the Japanese title. Itai no wa ia nano de boku goryoku. I already butchered it. Um, so yeah, Bofuri. Bofuri is great. Um, I love Maple. I love Sally. I loved every character in this show. I loved Kazumi. I loved me. Even me was adorable when she went like her little crying moments. Um, I love the show. I didn't love it more than, um, than... ID, ID invaded, and I honestly didn't love it more than Asteroid in Love because it does have its flaws. Um, but I think it's also a show that everybody should go watch. Um, I gave, I'm looking at my score right now, and I think I'm underscoring it. I'm going to give, I'm actually going to give, um, I'm actually going to give Bo Fury an 8.3 out of 10. I'm going to put it on the same wavelength that Asteroid in Love. It's a show that everybody should go watch. I originally had it at 8.1. Um, but I changed my mind that I'm going to give it an 8.3. Um, so the next show on MAL is Hulang Baby's Petite, which is another show that I did not watch. I'll take another quick drink. This show after that is Jose Kisho Richard... She, sorry, I was chewing ice. No, Nazo Kentai, which is a show I didn't watch because I'm not too big on the yaoi aspect of anime when it comes to it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. After that, we have Plunderer. Plunderer is a show I did watch. Um, so in a post-apocalyptic world dominated by the so-called numbers, each human will have their identity branded with their own count, which could define any number related to their life. Maybe one's walked distance or amount of compliments given to them by others. This count could lead them to the abyss when it has dropped to zero. Uh, and then basically, um, we have our main character um, leaked. And our main character, um, Hina, and their adventure goes from there. Um, I was hooked on Plunder when I found out 
it was done by the same guy who did Heaven's Lost Property, and Heaven's Lost Property being one of my favorite anime of all time, um, I had to watch it. Uh, it had it definitely had the fan service moments that Heaven's Lost Property had, but while the story was interesting, I felt like it was lacking something at times. Um, I liked Plunder a lot. It's a show catered to a specific group of people. Um, not everybody's going to like this show. Excuse me. If it had a little more action in it and a little less fan service, I think more people would like it. And it wouldn't have the, like, the shitty score that it does have. Um, but I, I found it very enjoyable. I'll give it the fair score of a 6.5 out of 10. Um, honestly, I'd put it at a 7. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that because I think a 6.5 is a fair score. And then we have Show by Rock, a show I didn't watch. Followed by a show that we've already talked about as well. In Hatana Illusion. Hatana Illusion was um, hot garbage. It's a show you should stay away from. Don't even come near it. And don't even bother watching it. Um, Hatana Illusion, I gave a 3.0 out of 10. It is god-awful. After that is Infinite Dendrogram. Infinite Dendrogram, um, I watched for, I think, about seven or eight episodes, and I found myself saying, why the fuck am I watching this show? Um, Infinite Dendrogram was pure garbage. Uh, I don't know why. I, I wish I could tell you why I watched it for as long as I did, but I don't know why. Um, it was better than... It was better than Hot Ten Illusion, but... Still not that good. I gave it a 4.5 out of 10. Next, we have Nekopara. I'm not even going to score Nekopara because I think it's an unfair... I think it's unfair to score Nekopara because of what Nekopara is about. Like, if I wanted to see... If I wanted to experience Nekopara in its fullest... I would have just downloaded the uh, adult video games for it and not watched the anime. Um, I will say this about Nekopara. The animation is beautiful. The animation is crisp, clean. Um, the voice acting was great. And the fan service was great. Um, but I just I just couldn't get into it. And I'm not going to score Nekopara because that's not fair to Nekopara. So I'll just leave it at that. Next, we have Uchitama, Uchi no Tama, Shirimasenka, which is Uchitama, Have You Seen My Tama? Basically, it's just a uh, story about a bunch of cats who take on the form of human, uh, who take on human forms, but the human forms are only for, like, the viewer to see. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty neat concept, pretty cool concept. Um, Uchitama was a fun show, nothing too over the top. Just a cute like show that you could just watch. I watched all of it. Nothing special. I gave it a uh, 6.0 out of 10. Next is Toaru Kakak or Kagaku no Railgun T. It's the Railgun series. I don't watch the Railgun series. I don't find them entertaining at all. Um, I think they're overrated. And I think they're just very bad. Um, so I'm not going to score that. After that, we have Jibaku Shonen Hanako-kun, which is Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Um, I really like this show a lot. 
I thought the animation was very unique. Um, Hanukkah was amazing. And quite frankly, that was the only amazing character in the show. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't too, um, I wasn't too fond of the, um, of Yashiro, who was our female character. I wasn't too fond of her. I thought she gave, uh, Hanako more trouble than, than Hanako gave her trouble. Uh, she was just annoying at times, uh, which is why I gave the show a 7.8 out of 10. Uh, Hanako made the show a lot better than, uh, it was. And now we have my idol show that I was talking about, which is Oshi ga Budokan Itekureta Shinu, or if my favorite idol went to the Budokan, I could die. Um, basically, this is a girl obsessed with her favorite idol, a minor member of a less popular group, enough that she said that she died to see her play at the Budokan. Um, if the, anybody doesn't know what the Budokan is, the Budokan is a big, like, it is like a stadium where, like, most, like, um, up-and-coming artists like and just regular artists like want to play at because that's like the head place it's 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 kind of like the madison square garden of venues in japan like you want to play at the budokan one day um i thought this was a really good idol show because you get both the idol aspect of the anime and the fan aspect of the anime um i thought it was very well balanced the characters were very very good the idols were cute um and like the one like otaku like character kumasa like he was actually pretty cool and he was probably one of my favorite characters in the show so um budokan i would give a um 7.7 .7 out of 10 uh pretty good show overall <clears throat> after that we have somali tomori no kamisama uh which is somali in the forest spirit um, I gotta admit, I stopped watching Somali, which, um, I actually wanted to get around to before doing this podcast, but I didn't want to, it sounded like I didn't want to watch it. Um, I didn't have the time to watch it, which is weird to say because I'm stuck in my house for most of the time. Um, I only have four episodes left. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just that it was the same thing like over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like I expected it to be a little bit like Kino's journey. And it was a lot like Kino's journey because these two people are going to like bring this, like, like the golem and Somali are going. So the golem could bring Somali back to the humans. The story was cool, but I expected it to be more like, um, a little bit more like, uh, Kino's journey. And while it was, it just didn't have that same, like, heartfelt feel to it it's still a great anime don't get me wrong um but somali and the forest spirit um overall just got an 8.0 out of a uh, an 8.0 out of me uh, it was a good show i have to finish it and i apologize to anybody who hasn't seen it yet uh, or has seen it and uh is giving me grief about it right now uh, next is Interspecies Reviewers. Interspecies Reviewers was fucking amazing. It was probably the best uh, etchy fan service anime that I've ever seen. <laughs> and that's saying something because I've seen a lot of fan service anime. I think it was better than Iken. Iken was out of control. This show was at least under control to a point. Um, Interspecies Reviewers was fucking amazing. 
if anybody has a problem with it, then I apologize. But Interspecies Reviewers was great. I'm going to give it a 7.8 out of 10. I think that's a fair score for Interspecies Reviewers. Next is Haikyuu to the top. Haikyuu is fucking amazing. If you haven't started Haikyuu yet, go back and watch the first episode and then go from there. You'll be fucking hooked. Haikyuu uh, is amazing. Haikyuu uh, is an amazing series. Um, anything less than an 8.5 is being frowned upon. Um, and this one was, well, it's a lot of storytelling. I'll give it an 8.5. It's the lowest score I'll give for a Haikyuu um, because the action wasn't all there. But Haikyuu is fucking amazing. I can't wait for the next season. After that, we have 22 slash 7. Um, once again, another idol group show that I didn't watch because I wasn't too interested in that. After that, we have Oda Cinnamon, Cinnamon Nobunaga. It was basically about um, all the old samurai generals in Japan being reincarnated as dogs. I'm not too big on the generals being reincarnated as stuff so i think there's like one show where like they get reincarnated as swords um they get reincarnated or like they're based around like i think what's that show called like oda nabuna like something 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 where oda nobunaga is like that sexy blonde-haired girl it while it was a good show like i'm not too big on those shows anymore um i thought it was good at the time but i just lost interest um watching them throughout um the years, even when they're hot girls, like I'm just, I'm just over it. So then after that, we have Runway de Warate or Smile Down the Runway. Smile Down the Runway is fucking amazing. <clears throat> it was animated beautifully. The characters were amazing and the story was amazing. Um... I can understand why a lot of people won't like this show because there apparently is no romance in it, but it's a coming of age story um, where three people basically have to come over a lot of hurdles in life. It's really, really good. Uh, very inspirational at times. I gave Smile Down the Runway, I believe... A uh, 8.4 or an 8.3 out of 10. I have it on the same wavelength as um, Asteroid in Love and um, Bofuri. Uh, so after that, we have Boku no Tori ni Ankoko Hakashin ga Imasu. Um, basically, it's an anime about uh, six boys who have Chunubio syndrome. Uh, I couldn't get past the first episode. This show was god awful. Um, I can't recommend this. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have it uh, ranked lower than Hatsune Illusion. Um, I gave this one a 2.5 out of 10. It is god awful. Uh, after that, we have Kyoko Suri or Inspector, and we talked about Inspector the other day. Um, like I said, it was an okay show. Nothing too great. Um, I wasn't too fond of it. I think I gave it a... I originally gave it a 7.3 out of 10. I'm actually going to lower that score to a 6.8 out of 10. Um, so a 6.8 out of 10 for Inspector. Next, we have Doro Hei Doro, which um, we talked about a little bit as well. And... Um, 
after finishing Dodo Hey Dodo, I can say that uh, I actually did like the show, even with the amount of gore and like darkness in it. Um, I gave it an 8.2 out of 10. Um, I kind of just like the other shows a little bit more. Um, I know a lot of people like this is probably up a lot of people's more alley than than mine. Um, so I would recommend going and watch Dodo Hey Dodo. It was a really good show. I think we only have a few left. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna fly through these because they're shows that I haven't watched. We have ARP Backstage Pass, um, a show I didn't watch. We have A3 Spring Season Spring and Summer, another show I didn't watch. Too, not too interested about it. We have Isekai Quartet Second Season. I thought it was fucking amazing. Uh, I gave it a seven point five out of ten. I love seeing uh, a clash of worlds, and I thought it was fucking amazing. After that, we have Bang Dream, the third season. Um, I'm not too big on the Bang Dream series, um, but that shouldn't let it shouldn't affect you from watching that show. Uh, the Bang Dream series can be seen in multiple site and multiple um, places. Next, we have Healing Good Precure, another show I didn't watch. Not too interested in the magical girl shows. We have Bakugan. Armored Alliance. I don't even know where I could find this show. And then finally, we have Oyasan to Boko, a show that I have no idea uh, is about. So, that. And then I think I think a couple of shows ended this season, right? Uh, let's see. Um... If you're not watching Pokemon 2019, I would go recommend Pokemon 2019. It was fucking amazing. Um, I guess Welcome to the Demon School Irima-kun finished this season as well. Um, Welcome to the Demon School Irima-kun was fucking amazing. I would give it a 8.5 out of 10. I fucking love that show so much. Um, Irima is awesome. Um... You know, the side characters were awesome. Amelie was fucking, is fucking, like, top-tier waifu material. She's the class. She's the student council president. She has fucking demon ears, and she also has fox ears. She's fucking, ugh, she's a fucking beaut. She's top-tier waifu. Um, oh, um, Kabuki Go Sherlock uh, is a show that finished this season as well. Um, that was an okay show. I think... Uh, I really liked it because I'm a big fan of the Rakugo. Um, I'm a big fan of Rakugo, and if you don't know what Rakugo is, it's like a uh, it's like a one man uh, like it's like a one man show, but like a storytelling show. Um, I gave Show Rakugo a seven out of ten. Uh, very good show in my opinion, but not like a show not that that everybody would watch. A uh, lot of action in it. Surprisingly, a lot of action in it. Um. So yeah, and then of course you have My Hero Academy, which is fucking amazing. Um, I really want to get on Chihaya Fudu. Uh, this third season just aired. Um, I heard great fucking things about it. Um, so that's an anime that I am. Um, I'd like to get on eventually. And then um, that's another one. Uh, Riki Guy Koi ni Ochita no de shome shitemaita shitemaita uh which is um 
or Rika guy is the short term, which is um, the show where the scientists try to prove love exists by science. Um, so science found love, so I tried to prove it. Uh, this show was fucking adorable. Um, I thought it was cute how our two main characters tried to um, like dig deep into the science aspect to prove that they were not in love with each other or were in love with each other. Um, I thought it was cute. Um, what's her face is a fucking smoke show. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm pulling her up right now. What did I give it? I think I gave it an eight out of ten. Uh, because of how funny and cute it was. Oh, Himo, Himo was a fucking smoke show. Like stacked, like but like white, like long hair, and even Kanade was cute too. Kanade and, and Ibarada, like like. There were some cute characters in the show, and pretty educational as well. Um, yeah, I love Rika Guy a lot. I gave it an eight out of ten. I thought it was fucking amazing. Um, cute new spin on like, like the romance genre, and it actually finished relatively well. Like I was surprised how it finished. I'm like, okay, okay, I see you. <coughs> so yeah, so that, ladies and gentlemen, is our recap. Of the winter 2020 season. Um, I wanted to thank you all for listening to me today. And considering the um, the new season starts on April 1st. And this is being published at April 1st. Like first thing in the morning. I'm going to try to get the new pod either out later uh, at nighttime on April 1st. Or at least on April 2nd. Because the first show that I plan on watching is uh, actually airing tomorrow. And I'd like to get like uh, some thoughts about it. So um, I just want to give you all a heads up real quick. That the, um, the first show I plan on watching is that baseball anime. Um, and if anybody knows what's coming out this season, you know that the baseball anime is like something that's going to be up my... Um, up my uh up my alley so the anime is tamayomi and basically it's the anime about uh girls who play baseball and from the picture their thighs are super thick um so go on my my anime list and check the uh trailer out or go on youtube and check the trailer out for tamayomi i will put the title in the description on anchor.fm and again you can find me on anchor you can find me on uh i believe google podcast and a uh, couple other pop and spotify as well so tell your friends family to come listen to my anime podcast i greatly appreciate it so that's it for this episode of waifus and weeaboos i wanted to thank everybody again for uh coming in and supporting the podcast i really really appreciate it um even if you don't listen to me like or even if you do like when you listen to me like just tell your friends um, i'm trying to get my follower job um you can find us on facebook uh waifus and weeaboos if you go on the facebook bar and search you can find us on twitter at waifus and then the letter n weeaboos uh working on getting a instagram started as well and I will have my top 10 male and female characters uh, from the winter 2020 season on my Tumblr at 
NJ, the letters NJ, Otaku. Uh, that should be up sometime tomorrow afternoon or April 1st in the afternoon. I will have that up. I already have my top 10 males and females chosen. It's just a matter of what order I wanted to put them in and which waifu I love the most. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate you listening to me. And we will see you. Well, I'll be talking to you in a couple hours once episode seven comes out. So we'll see you too. Well, see you soon. <laughs> we will see you soon. Bye bye.